This is Erin McGinty and you're listening to the Time Out Podcast with Tony McGettigan. Well folks, you're very welcome along to the fifth episode of the Time Out Podcast with me, Tony McGettigan. And I'm coming to you tonight from the beautiful Waterfront Hotel here in Dunlow on what is a beautiful uh, autumn's evening. And uh, my guest for this particular podcast is Erin McGinty. Now, those of you who are on Facebook, Instagram, uh, will know Erin. She uh, makes a fantastic job in promoting Donegal with uh, her uh, blog, The Coolest Place on the Planet. And uh, she goes around Donegal promoting places, hotels, beaches, and does a brilliant job doing it. Erin, you're very welcome to the Time Out podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Tony. Yeah. It's uh, sorry for taking you out of your uh, your home on this beautiful evening. You're grand. I stay over here in Dunlow on a Tuesday, so you're not taking me out of, at all. <laughs> yeah, but uh, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me. So, Erin, the purpose of this interview, I suppose, is to help uh, your followers that, that know you from your Instagram and Facebook is to probably get to know you a little bit better. Um, you're a teacher, I am, yeah. So I teach over here in Dunlow um, in the Rosses Community School. Um, I'm a maths teacher. So I'm into my third year now and I absolutely love it. We're very, very lucky in Rosses Community School. We have a lovely, lovely atmosphere in there. It's a very beautiful school set and a lovely place. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. So um, my from my room, I have a perfect view down over the mountains. So yeah. it's nice to come in each morning, like a morning like this morning. It was beautiful yeah. there looking over the mountains. Very nice. And you're really enjoying it. And uh, it's something you uh, love doing, I'd say. It is. Yeah. So um, maths was always a wee hobby for me. So um, I did my teaching qualification about 14 years ago now. Um, and I worked in finance for 12 years and then I moved back here to Donegal two years ago and started um, teaching again. So I started teaching, um, I suppose, maths because it was a real hobby for me. Um, Working in finance, I used to always use it as, I suppose, a little bit of a release or um, to kind of get away from the the pressures of work. I used to pull out a leave insert maths paper um, on long flights and that. And um, it was, it's great to be able to make um, a hobby your job. And sometimes I kind of pinch myself thinking, oh my God, I'm getting paid for just kind of playing around with a few numbers every day. It's lovely. Yeah. And I guess maths in general, you loved it as a kid growing up, did you? I did, yeah. Um, I was very lucky that um, I suppose I did love um, playing with numbers and, and um, working with maths. And I went on to university and studied maths as well and then did my teaching qualification afterwards. Yeah. So you're from just outside Lefford. I am, yeah. So I'm kind of between Lifford and Raffo, so up in the hills there, near enough um, Oakfield Park, which is a beautiful part of the world. Um, so yeah, I'm surrounded with hills. It's, yeah. very, it's lovely. <laughs> I was actually in Oakfield Park earlier this year and I was taken aback by its beauty, I have to say. Yeah, it's massive and they are only adding to it every year. They seem to have something new. So um, last year they introduced the festival. So they have um, a lot of local artists um, playing and they have a whole weekend of of family fun. So it's great. And they have the Santa Express and they have an event at Halloween. So it's it's fab for our area. Yeah, I think that's something that the the kids would definitely enjoy is the the themed uh, nights like Halloween and Christmas. So, Erin, you started this uh, blog or a vlog, or that would be the proper term for it, um, uh, the coolest place on the planet, uh, back in January two thousand eighteen, and you must say you're gaining quite a following. Yeah, it's funny. Um, 
it's funny the interest um, that Donegal creates. Um, a lot of my followers, a lot of my followers are from Donegal, but I have a huge number of followers that are um, originally from Donegal but have moved away and now live, you know, in the Middle East or Australia or the US, and um, they do message me daily just. I suppose saying how thankful they are to be able to see a wee bit of home. Um, I know I lived away from Donegal for the last 15 years before I moved back here. And it's like we are so, so blessed. We don't realise when we grow up here how lucky we are to grow up in such a beautiful place. And um, like it's it, I'm, I feel so like honoured to be able to like show it off and, and show people and bring them a little bit of home whenever they're living so far away. Because it can be quite lonely when you're living away. So it's great. I love being able to. I suppose, give people that. Yeah. There's definitely two sides to it, Darren, as you say. I suppose, uh, A, you're highlighting the places that people might not know of, mm -hmm. and B, for people that are away from home, just seeing a picture even of maybe their fav favourite beach mm -hmm. or a place they used to visit when they were home. Multiple purposes there. Yeah, it is. And um, what's great as well is that, I mean, I get so many suggestions coming in of places to go or even when I am somewhere, say if you're, I don't know, walking along Dewey Beach and someone will message saying, oh, if you go up around the corner, there's this other little hidden beach that nobody knows of. So like I get loads of, um, I suppose, suggestions and a lot of the places that I go to are purely because all of my, the followers have suggested me go in there. So that's how I yeah. discover new places a lot of the time. Yeah, I know that little beach you're talking about. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually called uh, what's well, behind Shusen's Beach. It was called, and uh, it's a lovely little hideaway that not many would know about, yeah. apart from yeah. locals probably. Yeah, and yeah. and sometimes I feel like, oh God, should I show this? These are our little hidden hidden gems. But I suppose at the back of my head, also I know that actually most of my followers are from Donegal or originally from Donegal. So I'm only showing it to Donegal people a lot of the time. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I guarantee you they still appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So for those who haven't visited Donegal. Erin, that are listening to this podcast, what would your message be in terms of trying to lure them here to Donegal? Because we have a lot of fantastic scenery and I just would like to know if, from someone like yourself that you've travelled the depths of Donegal, what would be your message to them? Um, I would say that you will be absolutely shocked and stunned at the amount that we have to do here. Um, moving home, I don't think I realised what I was in for um I suppose for the last or for those 15 years, I was used to traveling around other country countries and kind of doing a lot of hikes and races and things like that in different countries. But I hadn't done a lot of that stuff in my own county. So um, it's really only the last year and a half that I've discovered all of the different um, races we have, um, climbing Errigal and Muckish, um, you know, all the amazing areas that we have to kayak around and all the wee islands that we have. Like I was stunned when I started writing out all the islands and there was like 50 odd islands to get to visit. I kind of in my head thought there was only three or four. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would say, you know, you will be absolutely stunned at the amount of stuff we have to do here and the beaches are the most amazing, pristine mm. beaches that you will see in the whole entire world. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. You know, from Ardra to Downings, you know, to Dunfanaghy, to locally here in the Rosses, there's some amazing beaches. There yeah. is, yeah. And um, I suppose there's there's one that comes to mind. Well, there's a couple. I was asked, asked recently, actually, of my favourite beaches. Um so what was it last Wednesday? We have we had beautiful weather last week and last Wednesday I went for a wee walk over Mullagerg um beach, which is such a fabulous beach. Um Dewey that I mentioned earlier. You also have Murder Hole Beach up at the very top of Inishone. Um 
sorry, not in a show, uh, Roscoe, up at the Roscoe Peninsula, um, past the singing pub there. And uh, you have to go over a couple of fields and um, climb a couple of hedges and pass a couple of herds cattle. But it's well worth it when you, you get to Murder Hole. Um, it is the most untouched, unspoilt beach. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you can't drive there, I think, makes it all the better because um, a lot of the time you're literally the only person on it, which is, yeah. is so, so fab. That sounds fascinating, I have to say, because I would say, Erin, you'd put myself to shame in terms of your knowledge of Donegal, because just listening to you there, that's a, a place I haven't even heard of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but do you know what? I was the same a year and a half ago, and that's yeah. why I started, you know, doing it, because, well, I'll tell you exactly why I started doing it, was because when I moved home, um, I had an interview for the job that I'm in at the moment in Dunlow, and sure, I didn't even know what road I was going to have to drive, I didn't know where I was going to have to drive through, and I thought, isn't this totally ridiculous? This is in my own county, and I don't even know how to get there, and... I would have explored probably in a show in a good wee bit because I'm kind of closest to it. But down more like west and south Donegal, I had really very little um, knowledge at all. Like if you were to ask me a year and a half ago how to get to Glen Column Kill or Kilcar or Teelan or even mm-hmm. over to Dunlow, I, I had very little knowledge. So you're definitely not alone. And mm-hmm. I think majority of people that I speak to, like if you're up in Inishown, they know very, very little about West and South Donegal. If you're down around here, a lot of the time they know very little about up around Inishown. So, yeah. you know, we, we can drive for three hours and still be in our county. Yeah. So it's not surprising, I suppose, that, that we don't know too much about it. Or we know we know the areas that we live and we, yeah. we work and we see every day. But bar that, I suppose, you do have to make a real big effort to go and explore those places. Yeah. So. They definitely are very blessed and I don't think we realise it half the time, you know, but yeah. you do probably because you see the, the, the pure depths of it. Yeah, I suppose yeah. I've I've travelled to, I suppose, a good few countries as well that maybe aren't the most pleasant places to be. Um, spent a couple of weeks in Bolivia in South America and it was it was quite a scary place to be. Um, I They advised blonde haired people not to be out after dark because um, they still did like human sacrifices and things like that. So um, blondes were like the best to um, sacrifice. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so I've seen a lot of, I suppose, um, countries that are, are very, very different to what we have. And, and when you're growing up here, I suppose, as a teenager, I didn't realise um I suppose the beauty and and what we had around us, but being away for so long, I think coming back, I'm just every day. I'm kind of stunned, at, you know. And people see that on my page, like I'm discovering these places as I go. So my reactions are very real and they're very in the moment. And like a lot of the time, I'm I'm left a wee bit speechless when I come across a place and just somewhere that comes to mind is Hornhead. When I discovered that last year for the first time, and we drove up kind of the hill and came to the dip to come back down, and you look back over. And Hornhead is just incredible and I'd never even heard of it. And it does take your breath away, things like that. Um, Sleeve League is another um, place that I hadn't been to before. I did a a hike for mental health um, to raise money for mental health last May um, of Sleeve League. And it was an eight hour hike and it was it was tough enough, but like it was incredible. And it was my first time there. And it's crazy to think that, you know, I'm 34 years of age and that was my first time being in Sleeve League, you know, and and I'm from here. (laughs) But uh, same as myself, like these places are, I suppose they're there to be visited at at some point. And um, we definitely, all the places you you mentioned there, it does take you back actually, because there is so many places. Yeah, there is. And um, 
I suppose, yeah, we, you know, we all go and I'm sure everyone does this. We all go to other countries and we explore everything they have. We all want to do the top three and four or five things in each of those countries or the areas we visit. But it's very rare that we actually do that in our own back garden, that we actually explore the top five things to do in Dunlow or the top five things to do in, you know, in a shown or that. So um, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I think probably the weather helps out foreign, I suppose, with, you know, in the sense of abroad, um, I suppose. And here it shouldn't really put us off the, the indifferent weather we have. The, the beauty is still there. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, even there at the weekend um, on Sunday, we you know, it was, it was quite overcast and rainy and, I kind of was thinking, oh, God, will I bother doing anything? And then anyway, I ended up getting up and going up to Ards um, and having a wee walk around Ards and the beaches. And like no matter what kind of weather we have, if it's like wild, um, you know, wind and, and rain, the beauty is still there. It doesn't matter, you know. Okay, it might look at that little bit extra shiny and beautiful on a sunny yeah. day, but it still is beautiful on a on a wild day. And they're actually some of my favourite days yeah. when the the wild Atlantic is literally wild and it's spraying in all around you, and you've just so much character in the water. Um, I love that. Love it. Yeah, I've pointed that out before to people that uh, the beauty of the Rosses in Donegal is it's evident any time of the year. I yeah. think in any weather, and um, I think it's the best antidepressant anyone could ever have is just going for a walk you know on a beach it's it's uh it's better than any tablet yeah it, it really is and i refer to that um a good wee bit on my stories you know when i'm doing a drive or i'm on a beach that like i would literally you know kind of challenge anyone to not be in a good mood driving through like even i mean every day i do that drive from fintown over through um, Duhury and on into Dunlow. And that drive is just yeah. one of the most beautiful things. I mean, even even on a, on a bad day, but on, on a good day with blue skies, yeah. it's very hard to drive through that and not look, not smile looking around you. I mean, driving through Fintown is one of my favourite places. I absolutely love it. It's just so unspoilt yeah. and like it has very little tourists. So it's so, so in its raw state. And I absolutely yeah. love that about it. Yeah. Fintan is very nice and I have to say hello to my sister who will be <laughs> listening into you. She follows you on Instagram and uh, Margaret McGlynn and uh, I'll say hello to her and her family who are uh, big fans of you. Oh, thank yeah. you very much. Um, it's lovely to hear. It really is lovely to hear that. Um, and it's nice to hear, you know, that people enjoy seeing it and, yeah. and people that are from the areas. And yeah. and it's lovely when people get excited to see that you're in their area. I love yeah. that. You know, people will message saying, oh, God, I can see my house or, uh, you know, I live just up around that corner and you should go here and go there. And that, yeah. that those recommendations are the best recommendations. When people message you telling you to have a bite to eat somewhere or stay in some local hotel or local B&B, they always work out to be the best ones. <laughs> yeah, and that's what recommendations, uh, that's why they work. Yeah. You know, because uh, we there's a lot of places we won't discover on our own. Erin, um, you also uh, have worked for a social media company in the, in the past and that's very relevant, I suppose, in the job you're doing now is you know the ins and outs of it. Yeah, so um, I would have worked for in in a technology company in a in a social media company, and I would have, um, I suppose, worked helping advising companies how to use social media. And um, so I suppose I had a little bit of insight into you know, kind of how to post or how to um, how to to kind of give people what they want, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus, a it's a critical thing in today's uh, market, and mm-hmm. it's a fantastic advertisement tool 
uh, social media and yeah. if it's used in the right way especially yeah absolutely and I mean from the very first day that I started up coolest place in the planet um one of my main aims well my main aim was for me to just discover more of Donegal but um also, I really wanted to shed some light on some local businesses. And if that gave them a little bit of extra business, I, I'm just so honoured and delighted to be able to do that for, for any little company. You know, I mean, for me anyway, I now live here and I work here and I earn my, my money here. So why not spend it here and spend it on local businesses and help local families, you know, put food on the table or put their kids through school? That's I absolutely love that I might be helping some families do that. Yeah. That's a great outlook to have, Erin, uh, uh, without a doubt. And then there's the, the pitfalls, obviously, of social media, and they are uh, plenty of them. I hear them discussed on a, almost a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be your advice uh, against probably the main pitfalls? Um, I suppose just ignore. I mean, I get very um, few very few kind of negative comments or you know anything bad said but I do get a few and I kind of ignore them you know I know that what I'm doing I I try to do everything very positively and with a good heart um I would never want to do anything to annoy or hurt anybody so I I I kind of annoy any of the the very bad comments um not you know I'm I wouldn't get anything very very bad but you might get something as silly as saying oh god you look you look awful today or you look really tired today or so you have to have a wee bit of a thick mm-hmm. skin I suppose yeah. and and just take those things with a pinch of salt um or you will get people saying oh you know, you're only showing that now because you're getting it free or things like that, which like if anybody follows me, um, a lot of the places that I do any collaborations with are places that I've gone to since I started the page and always went to. So, you know, places that like I might get my coffee or buy my sports gear or get my hair done. They're all OK. I've, I now have collaborated with them. But I, I've gone to them all my life. Yeah. So, you know, uh, like it's funny, people, I suppose, new followers especially, don't realise yeah. that I've always, always done those things. Um, and look, if you can help local businesses, yeah. that's great. You've put the work in and in terms of investing your own money uh, down through the years. Yeah. And I suppose social media, unfortunately, does give people a sort of a platform like a minority to be negative and uh, I can remember actually uh, Gary Neville the former Manchester United footballer was saying that um, on Twitter he receives a lot of abuse and he spends most of his time in Manchester town centre and doesn't not one person he says abuses him he says it's like a it's like a hideaway for them to use social media yeah, yeah, and it absolutely is. I know a lot of the comments that um, those any of those more negative comments that would come in, nobody would ever say that to no. my face. Nobody would come up to me on the street and say, geez, you look terrible today. Yeah, yeah. You know, nobody would ever the do that. Did. No, definitely not, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I take it with a pinch yeah. of salt. And look, I'm big enough and bold enough and I've been around long enough that those kind of things yeah. would never faze me. I think that's the right attitude to have, Erin, regarding that. Hidden gems in Donegal, Erin, may it be hotels, beaches or places. I would like you to select uh, from perhaps what you would describe as the the places or beaches that would appear on that particular list. Okay, so (laughs) I kind of feel like how long have you got? (laughs) 
Um, so I suppose some of my hidden gems, I love um, the drive from like Muff up to Shrove. So all along there, kind of along Moville and stopping off in Moville and doing the wee coastal walk up to Greencastle is so, so beautiful. It's like a paved walk the whole way up um, and getting a wee bowl of chowder in um, in Keeley's there in um in Greencastle, so so lovely. Um, so that little stretch of coastline in a shown is so so nice. Um, other things are one of my favourite restaurants is the Red Door and Fawn. Um, I love that, and it's only about 20, 20, 25 minute drive for me, so it's it's quite close. Um, Inch Wildfowl Reserve is a place that I think a lot of people don't seem to know of. Um, anytime that I I go there, there's like a massive, well, there's a couple of loops, but there's a big massive loop that's like about two hours to walk around. Um, and it's full of different, um, I suppose, birds and there's loads of little huts for bird watching. It's so nice. And there's like a gorgeous little coffee place there called Triscale. So I think that's a place a lot of people don't seem to know about. Um, Murder Hole that I mentioned earlier on is such a beautiful beach. Um Clock Lass, which is here quite yeah. close to us. Um, all the little beaches there around Keju. Oh, my God. So, so beautiful. And I kind of stumbled across Clock Glass one day driving off that wee road and you think you're in the middle of nowhere and you're driving for ages. And the next thing it opens up and yeah. the this stunning beach is in front yeah. of you. And it's it's so gorgeous. Um, Fintine, we mentioned earlier, one of my favourites. Um, a place that I probably never knew about as well and I was just driving along and took the wee road off when I saw the sign was St John's Point yes. um, so I hadn't really ever known about it and just saw the sign one of the days I was driving along we were on our way I think to Fintra Beach and um, yeah I saw the sign and just said oh sure we'll, we'll take a wee drive off down here and we parked up at a little beach and then we just said we'd, we'd walk and we followed the walk down and you came to um the lighthouse there at the end and oh my god the views back up over sleeve league and all down to ben bulban and the whole way down along the coastline you can see down as far as mayo which like i didn't realize is like it's crazy because that little point st john's point goes like right the whole way down to the bottom of donegal so um yeah uh crutch island is another one of my mm. favorites last year i would have done a lot of runs out on crutch island after school and um, so if you park up there at the the graveyard and um run to the tip and back it's yeah. 10k for anybody who's looking for a wee 10k route yeah. um yeah so there's a few <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so many places there but that's, I could keep going all day <laughs> yeah but that's, that's some fantastic places you've mentioned there and tell me have you ever gone as far on as crutch where you can see owen across in the distance i have yeah. yeah and i went over to owen uh one of the days last year um got a wee boat over to Oi and um, was lucky enough to be brought into Daniel O'Donnell's Mammy's Wee Home yes. and I had a wee tour around there and we walked around Oi and we went, you know, there's the wee hidden lake down under the island and all yes. at the back of Oi. So we went round to that and up to the the kind of wee mm. top point on Oi and then came back yeah. to mainland. So that was lovely. <laughs> yeah, well, my wife's dad actually brings people across sometimes ah, from Critch. No yeah, right. and... Uh, I'll have to get them now the next time. Yeah, <laughs> so you need to drop that in. And uh, no, it's a, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. And uh, uh, just, uh, I suppose, incidentally, my wife as well is a big fan oh, of yourself. Thank right? you. Thanks and, so much. Yeah. So um, on now, we go, you mentioned some fantastic places there, Erin, and no doubt there'll be people jotting down some of them, I hope. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, re- recently, I've, I've uh, saw on your page on Instagram, um, you were mentioning Errigal and Muckish, and I found it interesting the, the different comparisons between the two in terms of hiking. Yeah. Um, could you... Just give a wee brief summary of the, yeah. the main comparisons. 
Yeah, so I, I this is something I do get asked a good bit about is kind of the difference between Aerial and Muckish. So I've done um, six group um, hikes up Aerial now in the last year and a half, bringing groups up because, and I have never done a group one of Ari- of Muckish. Aerial is a much, um, I suppose, easier hike to do in terms of the weather and and planning it and taking a group up so you have a marked route the whole way up um Erigal. it is a little bit longer than muckish um but it's not as steep so it'll take you maybe just over an hour to get up to the top of of Erigal. um and then you know you maybe spend 10 or 15 minutes up at the top and then it'll take you maybe 40 minutes or so to come down coming down is nearly harder because you know the 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 mm-hmm. gravel underneath your feet can can go very quick. So a lot of people, myself included, I don't think I've ever come down and not fallen on, ended up in my bum. But yeah. um, then going up muckish is quite different. Um, going up muckish is much steeper. So um, this is the miner's path. Miner's path is the only path I've been up. I haven't been up the, the other side of it. But the miner's path is um, much steeper, but you're up much quicker. So okay. you'd be up within 40, 45 minutes to the top of Muckish, but it's a really steep climb. So it's definitely um, tougher steepness wise. Um when you get up to the top of Muckish as well, so it's a big flat tabletop surface on it and w- the cloud can come in there very quickly with like no warning on top of you. So a lot of people end up having to call Might and Rescue. You have to be so, so careful on the top of Muckish. Again, one of the other reasons that I haven't ended up taking a group up there because it's just a bit risky. So when you get to the top of it, have something to, to place in the ground to show where, yourself where you came up because you can come down the other side once the mist comes in and you end up miles away from where you start it and where your car is so you do have to be so so careful on muckish yeah definitely sounds uh, trickier muckish yeah, yeah. definitely tr- muckish is much much trickier um Erigal has um little uh, sticks i mm. suppose p- painted sticks um as a little path the whole way up mm. there so even if it's if it's very hazy there's no problem getting up Erigal. yeah a random question has just come into my head about Erigal and muckish is there much difference in the, in the actual height of no, there's not actually. It's it's very very minimal. I can't remember off yeah. the top of my head now, but it's very very minimal. Yeah. It's it's like you know a couple of meters. It's not much at all. So Erigal still has a title of the highest mountain in Donegal. Erigal definitely still has the title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's uh, very interesting. That Erin. Uh, so Erin, the next question I'm going to ask you is: uh, We've touched on the negative side of social media. Now, when you're out, uh, let's say reviewing a hotel, um, I suppose. You have to be honest in your assessment. Do you ever find that you come across times where you have to put in a negative review? Yeah. So um, I suppose anybody that follows me will see this. Um, so obviously I just go to um, explore a local area and I um, stay in the local hotel or B&B. So, I mean, I just give a very honest um, opinion of, of my experience there. Um, I do have to note that like, you know, this is just my experience. Somebody else could have a totally different experience. So um, there are there have been, I think, two or three um, different hotels that I've stayed in where I personally just haven't had a great experience Maybe the the staff haven't been particularly welcoming or friendly or, um, you know, different different things have ended up in me not having a great experience. Now, I say this, but like, you know, I have stayed definitely in the year and a half, in the last year and a half, probably near on a hundred 
different hotels and B&Bs. So even out of that, it's probably only two or three that I haven't had a great experience. But I have to be honest with my followers because at the end of the day, a, a lot of my followers are teachers purely because I suppose I'm a teacher. But like they will ask me for recommendations on where to go. And, you know, midterms coming up now in four weeks time. So I get a lot of requests around this time asking where should they book and where's good to go and what hotels. So if I send somebody somewhere where I didn't have a good experience, like I don't, you know, I, I would feel so bad. So I, I do have to be so honest. And I just say if if I didn't have a good experience somewhere, now somebody else may decide to go on ahead there and they may have a totally different experience and that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, but I, I try to be as honest as I can. Yeah. Well, I suppose you have to be true to yourself when you're, because you, you're doing a, a fantastic job of uh, promoting places in Donegal, beaches in Donegal. And um, I suppose uh, at the end of the day, when you sit down, you, you have to feel comfortable that you've done the best possible job. Yeah, I would hate to think yeah. that I didn't have a great experience somewhere and now I have not said that on the page and somebody else has gone there and had an awful experience, you know, that I, I would hate the thought of that. So I try to send people places where I know the staff are so, so friendly and the food is good and there's loads to do in that area, whether it be going out for a walk or going kayaking or horse riding on a beach or whatever it is in the local area. I try and send people where there's there's lots to do. Yeah. That's a pretty good idea because if, if they're going to be following your page as well, I suppose they want to see the best possible places and uh, and no doubt they will gain a lot from that, from following you on social media. Yeah, yeah. and it's lovely, you know, because um, when people go there then to them places, they tag me in the different videos yeah. and stories that they put up. And it's so, so nice then to see that, you know, people have had a good time, you know, whether it's uh, like comes to mind as kayaking around Dunree. I've had so many people tag me. I went out with um, Inish Adventures there. In, in Inishone around the Dunry Caves mm. and around in the kayak and so many people have done that since and tagged me in it and it's so lovely to see yeah. all and like it's so stunning and all around there the history of it is is amazing but like it's so lovely to see other people enjoying that too yeah. and, and visiting kind of the different wee restaurants and hotels and mm. doing all those kind of things I love it love seeing that there should be a hashtag, I think, uh, called uh, Aaron Sent Me. Because, uh, <laughs> we'll start that up from now. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the businesses will be very happy to see it too. Uh, that one, yeah, we'll yeah, do that. We'll yeah. do that. <laughs> no, you're definitely, uh, it's, it's fantastic to see Donegal being highlighted in such a positive light across different variations. And you definitely are a woman for all seasons, Erin, uh, because I see you on social media there between doing 5Ks, uh, running, kayaking, as you mentioned. And I would just love to know what batteries do you use? <laughs> um, oh geez I don't know um, I suppose I like a bit of routine and as I was saying before I moved home to Donegal I worked in, in a finance job where I literally worked 12 to 14 hours a day I was constantly flying I was in and out of hotels I client meetings all day bringing clients out for dinner in the evening so I was so used to always being on the go um, I moved home to Donegal obviously and I, I moved home and went into teaching like absolutely for the lifestyle it gives us a lot of um benefits we have a lot of time mm -hmm. to ourselves and to to you know kind of indulge in all the other things that we love um so 
<laughs> I suppose I, I try and fill my, I'm so used to always being on the go that I, I fill my days with cycling or kayaking or running or whatever it is. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I like to get into a wee routine and, um, yeah. you know, run on certain days, swim on certain days and, and things like yeah. that. It kind of keeps me going. <laughs> so the school calendar has basically allowed you to be a bit more time for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The school calendar has definitely allowed that. And it's it's such a lovely career to be in. Um, it does give you such a positive life balance. Um, I mean, I absolutely adore my job. I love teaching. I love the kids that I work with. Um, and I mean, they're young adults. Um, they, I love seeing them understand a mathematical concept that I've, I've explained to them and seeing that light switch. And then I suppose I love you know, coming out of school and jumping on the bike and cycling down to Lahanur and enjoying the scenery and coming back. <laughs> it's really so, nice, yeah. yeah. And tell me, just when you're speaking there about your students and that, when it comes up to exams, mm-hmm. I suppose the likes uh, of yourself who's teaching people, you feel, I suppose, uh, a certain amount of pressure as well when they're going into exams? Oh, God, you wouldn't believe. Yeah. It's like actually worse than doing the exams yourself yeah. I, because you feel like it's out of your control. Yeah. Like when you're doing the exam yourself, it's within your control. But when you're, you know, sending off 20 odd students to do a higher level maths paper in the leave insert, you're like, I f- you'd be sick to your stomach yeah. the whole day until you see the paper. And then the day of the results, it's 10 times worse than getting your own results because you just want everybody to pass. And you want everybody to get what they yeah. want to get and, and continue on with their futures because they're starting their journey and their career with education and, and university or whatever they go on to do. Um, so, you know, you, you feel a bit of responsibility for their futures, definitely. Yeah. Well, must give you a great sense of pride and, and a great satisfaction in your job. Yeah, absolutely. Well. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I never had job satisfaction in finance like I have in teaching. It's something that is totally, un, you know, unrivaled. Um, helping young people get what they want to do and I was very lucky last year my higher level leaving cert class I had a couple of people that wanted to go on and study maths in university Mm -hmm. and you know they worked so hard and they were so good and I did a lot of after school classes with them to you know kind of get them over the line and they did phenomenal and now they're often in university in Galway and Maynooth and Trinity all studying maths and I I couldn't be prouder of them couldn't be prouder and you played a big part in that yeah well, I did, but they yeah. put in hard work at the end of the day. But, uh, you know, w- you feel like you're in it together. Yeah. And I love that. Like I say to my leave inserts, uh, well, all my years, but like, especially in leave insert year where it's so important, like we're in this together. Anything I can do yeah. to help them, I'm totally there for them. Mm-hmm. They need to obviously put in a lot of work. Yes. It is higher level maths, but, uh, you know, we're in it together. And yeah. and I feel every emotion with them on yeah. the day of the results and the yeah. day of the exam. <laughs> Definitely great job satisfaction compared yeah. to the, the other job you were doing, which I'm sure <laughs> brought the experience as well, but just different ways. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I absolutely loved working in finance. And, you know, I, I was talking about this with somebody recently. And, you know, I said, oh, I definitely wouldn't change that for the world. Um I, I loved what I did in my 20s and it suited me in my 20s. I wanted to travel the world and I wanted to be constantly on the go. Um, but, uh, you know, definitely that has an expiration date too. You know, yeah. you get you get fed up of being in airports and living out of hotels and seeing countries on your own. And <laughs> so it's nice to now yeah. be stationed in one place and, yeah. and, and be in Donegal. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Good to see you enjoying it too, Erin. <laughs> so... 
something I want to touch on because I noticed on your Instagram page there recently you were mentioning that uh, you were interested in doing a number of different park runs. Yes. And uh, I have to give me uh, another sister of mine a plug now because she's uh, Sarah Mullis. She does a lot of um, work involved with the voluntary Dunlo. at the Dunlow Park ah, Run. Okay. So you're going to have to give that a little uh, check out some Saturday morning. I am indeed. And one of my own colleagues, um, Alicia Hart, actually is involved in That's running right. the park run as well. So she's mentioned it to me a couple of times now. I'm not yeah. going to get out of this one. But no, my, my plan is by the end of October to have done them all. Um, so this Saturday I'm hoping to do Bunkrana. Um, and yeah, over the next few weeks I want to get around them all. So we have um, we have the one down in Narn, we have yeah. Falcara, we've done Low, we've Bunkrana and we've Letterkenny at the moment. And yeah. I'd say Park Run will literally only grow and grow and grow yeah, it's, it's because it's such an amazing event. I love it. It's a fantastic uh, concept. Yeah, uh, it uh, certainly is, and uh, it's it's good to see a lot of uh, effort being put in in the community as well. Yeah. and uh, just again, I feel, I feel like it's a fan page here tonight. But <laughs> my sister Sarah, I cannot tell you, she follows you as well on Instagram. And, uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, so uh, she can't let I can't let her out. Leave her out of the conversation. <laughs> so, Erin, the best highlights so far of uh, the coolest place on the planet. When you reflect on like uh, beginning of January 2018 to now, what would you say are moments you'd say, yeah, that sits out for me in terms of special memories? Um, the one thing, I suppose, one thing that comes to mind is the weekend that I spent on Tory Island last summer and the crack that we had. So it was the um, Country Music Festival over in Tory. And Tory is like no other place I've ever been to before in my life. I feel like everyone needs to experience Tory for a night or a weekend. Um, so we rented bikes when we arrived and we cycled up to the lighthouse and down to the wishing chair and um, seen, I suppose, all the island had to offer in terms of views. And the views that you have is incredible. So from the wishing chair down that at that top point of Tory, you can see all the way up to um, Fanad Lighthouse and up to the tip of Inishone, which is mental. And you can down on the other end, you can see the whole way down to like um, Ardra and on ahead down past to the kind of tip of Glen Column Kill. So you have views the whole way around of the whole coastline of Donegal and having the biggest coastline in the whole of Ireland. It's a long coastline mm, yeah, to see and look is, at. So Tory definitely sticks out as one of the mm. absolute highlights yeah. for me. I've heard Tory mentioned a, lot, a number of times actually okay. and um, wasn't it uh, one of the wasn't it a lady from uh, Tory represented was it um, yes. Rosa Turley ah, yeah. yeah yeah we were over last weekend actually um, she was there yeah. I met her um, and we were very lucky that Patsy was still with us um, the king Patsy That's Dan right, yeah. and he sat up until about I'd say it was maybe six or half six in the morning playing the accordion with yeah. us and singing and he was such a great oh he was such a great sport he was like Rick everywhere yeah. everywhere around the island everywhere you yeah. went he was there you go into like the shop and he was there you'd go into on club and he was there and you'd be walking down to the wishing chair and next thing he'd pop out he was just everywhere and he was so friendly greeted us all in off the boat and all that kind of stuff so um it definitely sticks out as a highlight great character indeed to me rest in peace yes yeah now uh, the last question of this final well before we go into the final part uh, Aaron um, this next question will bring us up to the next uh, song um, is I see that you do a lot of uh, sort of uh, advertising uh, equipment and gear from the likes of Michael Murphy's uh, store in Letterkenny Mm -hmm. and the question is does Michael Murphy and them sort of sponsor you gear uh, in turn for the advertisement yeah he would and um, I suppose um, I always got um, my stuff from, I suppose, Michael Murphy Sports actually way back, 
God, probably when I started the page, um, I was looking for new running gear and I put it out to um, the followers I had at that point on where would be the best place to go um, to get new running runners and new running gear. Um, at that point, I was training for the Donegal Marathon. Um, so people told me to go to Michael Murphy's and um, and a few other places and I went to those also. But I find Michael Murphy Sports was definitely, it just had the biggest range for runners. I mean, you need very specific type of running bottom and um, bottoms to go running so they need to obviously not be slipping down on you you need you know a zip pocket for your keys and your phone or whatever you're taking with you so I just find they had the best um stuff so I bought all my stuff in there to begin with and then I suppose as I was going in um, more and more and um, they did start I suppose sponsoring me stuff and you know provided me with the discount code earn 15 for anything um that you're buying in Michael Murphy's and you know Michael Murphy himself has been such a great um supporter I suppose of me and asking me to cover the Ulster final the last two years that was I suppose also a highlight Uh, you know when I think back that that was such a highlight I mean it was it was such an honor to take over um the page for Michael Murphy and and I saw show um us win the Ulster final that was a a really special day yeah yeah history well not well history in the sense of it's only the second time in our history that we've retained Danglo Celt yeah Yeah, Jim McGuinness and now Declan Bonner has done it but now Michael Murphy uh, the way he plays Gaelic football doesn't surprise me that he's got the best of the best in in the shop as well yeah he's an absolute gentleman well, Aaron, we're into the final part. You'll be glad to hear. And this part is a bit more lighthearted. It's a bit more getting to know you even more so about uh, your favourite types of films and that particular thing. Yeah. So we'll start with uh, dogs or cats? Dogs. So, yeah, I'd be with that the same there too. Uh, your favourite season of the year? Spring. Yeah. Yeah, I like the long evenings. Yeah, it was the evenings starting to stretch after long winter. Yeah. yeah. Shaking off the Christmas turkey. Yeah. yeah coming into <laughs> yeah. the spring. Um, your favourite place abroad that you've visited? Um, Patagonia. Um, down the tip of Argentina and Chile. And it's um, it's the most intriguing place. It's glaciers and mountain ranges. And you hike for eight to ten hours a day. And it's just incredible scenery. Yeah. Even sounds nice. Even the... the, the, the <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, a special place to visit. It is, absolutely, yeah. I spent um, five days there um, just before Christmas, three years ago now, yeah. Your favourite TV programme? I suppose uh, probably on Netflix. I watch more Netflix than TV. Um, At the moment, I'm watching Unbelievable, which is quite good. Yeah. So that's a, a series? Um, yeah, so it's yeah. like eight episodes to it. So I'm, I've watched seven. I've just one left to watch, I but see. it's very good, yeah. And uh, Netflix is so popular now across uh, all age groups. I know, yeah, yeah it's funny. I, I can't even remember the last time I watched normal TV, yeah. probably for a football match. <laughs> there's, not, there's not much on it anyway, I can tell you. So what Netflix is, it's, it's supposed to say to the people yeah. to watch when they want. Um, your favourite way to relax? Um, probably out in the bike or for a swim or a run. Yeah, yeah. something exercise based. Yeah. Uh, three people alive or deceased that you'd love to invite to a dinner party? This is such a tough question um, and I wouldn't mind, but I was asked this recently um, and it's hard to think. Okay, I'm going to go with 50 Cent. Anybody who follows me knows I'm kind of obsessed with 50 Cent. Um, so 50 Cent, Will Farrell for just mm-hmm. the, the crack and chats and um, oh, I'm between two females. Um, 
I'll go with Enya because yeah. I know very little about her. Yeah. And so I think I'd be it would be so interesting to talk to her and it would make quite an interesting trio. Yeah. 50 Cent, Will Farrell, and Enya. That's <laughs> certainly a mixed group, I'll tell you though. It would be an interesting. I think I'd pay to see that myself. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, no, great, great choice. And uh, Lewis Capaldi or Ed Sheeran? Oh God, well hard. Um, Ed Sheeran, just because probably I know more of his, you know, he's round longer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lewis has just uh, established amazing, himself on the on yeah, the scene. He's, he's just, I saw yeah. recently on uh, Twitter there where uh, Pink gave him a mention oh, right. that she was learning one of his songs, and he sort of quoted the tweet saying he can't believe that Pink's. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, love Pink too. Yeah, Great so, artist. Yeah, your favorite actor slash actress. I'm um, going to go with Will Ferrell love all yeah. his movies uh, Talladega Nights mm-hmm. such a good film yeah. um, also Elf classic Christmas yeah. film now at this stage yeah yeah. actresses any come to mind? Um, Julia Roberts is yeah. one of my favourite um, I love Pretty Woman I've watched that film I don't know how many times well, <laughs> you're not the only woman to say that Erin uh, <laughs> yeah. the current CD in your car Um this is actually Owen McDermott's Kewal. Um so all the, the modern chart hits um Askelaga. Yes. That that is actually very nice to see the Irish language being promoted in such a way. Yeah, I suppose it's something that I needed to brush up on a huge huge amount whenever I moved home to Donegal. Um obviously now um working in the Gaeltacht um or Staffram is a lot predominantly um Askelaga. So um I suppose to be part of conversations a lot of the time you you do need to kind of know what's going on around yeah. you and have have a couple of fuckles so yeah yeah so definitely it's good to see the language being preserved um the last movie that you watched um toy story 4 in yeah. the cinema yeah and um how did it compare to the previous three just getting an adult take oh i did love it but i love just the first one the the original like it's i suppose brings back childhood memories too so yeah yeah. the first movie across any franchise is very hard to beat i think Uh, yeah yeah Yeah. now i think toy story did very very well with the second third and fourth but uh, yeah i think everyone always holds a bit of graph for the first one of any series yeah yeah the biggest disappointment for me actually uh i loved the first jaws film and then after that, I just thought they were a disaster. Yeah. You know, they just didn't live up to the... Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it is interesting. But there has mm-hmm. been some good sequels. Mm-hmm. Superman springs to mind. Superman 2 would be my particular favourite. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ranting off here on my own now here. <laughs> um, what would be your life's motto if you um, had a motto to just um, give a positive outlook on life? Um, I would say do what you love and be kind doing it. Yeah. That's pretty sound advice, Erin. I would say a lot of people would like to put that into practice. It's it's uh, it's definitely simple but effective yeah, if you can put it into practice. Yeah, if I could do that, if I, if I was able to do that, I suppose I hope and I try to do it. But as long if I was able to do that, I I think I would um, leave this part of the world happy. Yeah, yeah. I think we are definitely all would, Erin. Well, Erin, that uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you're, you're probably glad you're exhausted from all the questions. <laughs> was great yeah. i absolutely loved it yeah, yeah. sure just chatting it was just like we chat more than anything wasn't it <laughs> a we chat yes it's been fantastic to get to know you a bit better and uh, i have to say a big congratulations from myself and from everybody that follows you on instagram and say a big thank you for all the work that you do in promoting oh, donegal thank you so much you do you're a great ambassador for donegal and um i only yeah. can wish you i can only <laughs> wish you the very best 
in the work that you do because you are amb- you're, you're an ambassador because you're bringing people to places in Donegal that might not have known about these places. Yeah, thanks so much. I suppose it's funny because it's just kind of grown and developed from me trying to discover things. And um, I think as Irish people anyway, we're not good at taking compliments. No. So I feel a little bit awkward. No, but, no, <laughs> but thank you. I do. I absolutely appreciate it. Thank no, you so much. You certainly uh, deserve it. And uh, as I say, I hope people will enjoy listening to this podcast. And in a way, I certainly enjoyed uh, taking part in the interview. Thank and I uh, would like to wish you all the very best. Thanks, Million. And I absolutely love chatting to you too. Yeah. So all the best with the podcast now. Big thanks to Erin for taking the time to speak with me. Uh, she was an absolute delight to chat with here in the Waterfront Hotel. And our view, as we're having this interview, is just stunning, looking across the the bay here in Dunlow, looking at the Waterfront Hotel. So, folks, until the next time, uh, keep your eyes peeled for the, the, pod, the Time Out podcast. And uh, from me, Tony McGettigan and Erin McGinty, it's goodbye.